Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, everybody, to It's Doomsday Podcast. Today is April 23rd, 2023. Time is 7.34 p.m. And joining me, as always, is Al, Big Daddy Prep. What's going on, dude? Ah, great, man. It's beautiful here in Arkansas. The sun's out. There's about 60-some degrees. It's, it's beautiful. Spring has finally sprung, I think. You know, it's uh, the weather lately has been good. I'm hoping it's not going to take a turn and, and get real crappy because I feel like we're about to hit that wall of just rain showers where I'm at. And so far, it hasn't been bad yet, but I know it's coming. Yeah. Well, it's not as bad for you and me as it has been for others. I watched a spring football game, spring football game from the University of Colorado yesterday, Deion Sanders' new team he took over. and They played the spring game after they scooped the entire field of snow off. So, yeah, yeah, it's yes, the weather's weird right now. So Yes, it is. Uh, so, weird. Al, you've watched the TV show Doomsday Preppers at some point, I feel like, right? Yeah, I feel like it was one of the most detrimental shows against preppers that there ever was ever made. But, yes, I have watched it. It definitely <laughs> – yes, sure. okay, now, do you remember, like, at the end – of the show they would do assessments on people and they would talk about what these people were preparing for like specifically yes. if it was an emp if it was a biological attack etc right yeah okay. usually done by people that didn't know anything about prepping period yeah right okay yeah, so now yep. that inspired that portion of that show inspired this episode today i if you're a prepper out there, you need to be prepping for a little bit of everything. Your preps need to be well-rounded. And I've been encountering people lately that are getting this tunnel vision, that they're only prepping for one thing, and they think, they, they think they're gods because they know all about right. this one little topic and then nothing else. Right. Yeah, and, and they prep for one thing, and then when other things happen, they're like, oh, my God, I didn't prepare for that. Well, you got a million dollars worth of food and nothing else. Yeah, okay, uh, you're right. I agree with you 100%, Jester. So I was having a conversation with somebody, and, and they were going on about EMPs, okay? Yes. And I'm, I'm going back in my head, and I'm, like, just kind of analyzing what this person's saying. And every once in a while, I'm responding with something very small to kind of throw a wrench in their gears to kind of get them to be like, well, maybe this wouldn't happen that way, right? Right. right. It didn't work out, though. So no. an EMP is one of the most unpredictable things that you can deal with, okay? Yep. Now, for anybody out there that doesn't know what this is, this is electromagnetic pulse. This can come from high-altitude detonated nuclear weapons. And can also come naturally due to certain things, too. And there are militaries around the world that have EMP devices that they could actually detonate these EMPs. And there's a lot yes, of sir. 
there's so many factors with an EMP that's unreal. Like, for instance, is it even close enough to do severe damage? Are sensitive electronics going to be damaged? Are unsensitive electronics not going to be damaged? Were they in your basement? Were they in your attic? Do you have a metal roof? Or is your house made of block? There are so many little factors here that could change the outcome of this. That's why people that are preparing for this typically just get themselves some Faraday cages and some Faraday bags to put their sensitive electronics in, and then they don't worry about it, right? Right. There's the one guy that throws it in the microwave and say, that's a good enough Faraday cage. And then there's the people that fall into the rabbit hole of, oh, my God, my Faraday cage doesn't have seven layers and it's not three feet in the ground. Yeah, I, I get you. It's in between everything. Yeah. So this guy went on to say, and, and I was like listening to this conversation about how when the grid gets hit with an EMP, everything connected to the grid is going to go down, right? Yep. In the sense that not necessarily the grid going down and things losing power, but the EMP is going to travel through the power lines. It's going to travel through your outlets in your house, and it's eventually going to destroy stuff, right? Yep. Is how he how he said this. And, I mean, guys out there, I'm not an electrician, but what I do know is all of these – all of these power stations, all these different grids, all these different substations, they're designed for if they're getting a surge, if they're getting a weak signal, it gets cut and it doesn't make it to your home. Okay? Like, that's pretty much how this works. That That's why whenever a lightning bolt hits a freaking tower, that doesn't get sent into your house. Like, your TV's not exploding and stuff. Because it's yep. not sending that signal there. Right? So there are fail safes in place. So for those of you out there that are like really fuzzy about the EMP stuff, just, I I would say, look into it. But as we're talking about this situation, I, I realize the people I'm talking to have only ever thought about this one thing and they're not thinking outside the box in any way. And that's what you guys as preppers need to do. You need to not have this tunnel vision and be oh so ever honed in and focused on this one thing. I agree. You have to diversify your mind. You have to think outside the box. So I, I'm sitting there after this conversation. I'm like, well, if you're going to go through all the hell and because prep, let's be honest, being actually fully prepared or being semi-prepared is not necessarily an easy task. It's not an easy thing to obtain. You're talking years of stockpiling. You're talking about testing out equipment. You're talking about purchasing a lot of stuff keeping a lot of stuff like so just the idea if you're preparing for this one thing you need to make these preps well-rounded you need to keep it to the point where if if it can help you survive this it's going to help you survive something else your your basic essentials for survival fire water food shelter right right right. so i mean you think about this for a second and you think that in any kind of a shit hits the fan circumstance you may need these items Maybe not all at the same time, maybe not all together, maybe separated, but like even if an EMP does hit and takes out the grid out, like how are you cooking at home? Right? Right, right. Are you looking for something kick ass to add to your closet? Reaper has the hookup for t shirts, hoodies, button ups, hats, beanies, and plenty of other badass products. You can check out Reaper Apparel Company at www.reaperapparelco.com and use code DOOM10 for 10% off. Jester only stands behind brands he believes in, and Dan at Reaper Apparel has a mission, and Jester is on board. 
go check out www.reaperapparelco.com today and use code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire order. Why be a sheep when you can reap? Use code DOOM10 for 10% off at www.reaperapparelco.com today. I mean, Jester, do you know how many people absolutely positively could not cook over an open fire? But they'll tell you all day long they could, but they have no idea how to cook over an open fire. Listen, I'll tell you what. I absolutely love cooking over an open fire. Yeah, but a large percentage of the prepper population have never actually done it, even in practice. They got all the gear, but they have no idea. They burn up everything that they have or eat raw stuff before it's over with. So that's like, that's the big thing I, I really want. So what's interesting is, is I'm discovering there is a shit ton more preppers in my area than what I originally knew. Okay. And it's, um, I keep a lot of my stuff like close to the chest. I don't let a lot of people know what I'm doing or what I have going on. I, I try not to anyway. Um, I mean, it, it's hard though, when you're running into the same people at the same stores, the same places, and they're buying the same shit. It's kind of like, well, why is right. this guy buying you know, a hundred canning jars right now and it's not canning season, you know, things right. like that. People start to pick up on that or why the hell does this guy need 80 cans of carrots? Yep. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So it's, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to keep some of the stuff under wraps, but as I'm meeting more people, I'm, I'm kind of analyzing what everybody's saying, especially in the realm of if they're prepping and how they're prepping and what they're prepping for because a lot of people will come to me, and I, I just play dumb like I'm clueless. Like, oh, okay, you're, you're, I don't know what a prepper is. What is that? You do what? You stockpile food and ammunition? Well, that's, that's cool. That's crazy. Yeah, it's wild, man. <laughs> that's crazy. So, and it's really interesting because all these people try to tell you what you need to be preparing for. Okay? Right. Al and I have never done that to you guys. We've never told nope. you this is what you need to be prepared for, and this is how you need to prepare for it. We cover a variety of topics, okay? And we go down different roads with different things to try to help get you prepared. Because, Al, what do we always say? We don't know what's going to happen. You never know, Jester. It could be anything. And right now, the way the world's crazy, it could be a world war. It could be a tyrannical government. It could be a, a, a food crisis. It could be anything. I mean... It's it's wide open right now. It's more wide open right now, the situation that can happen to us, than any other time in my my adult life that I've been preparing. Right. And, you know, the thing about it is, is every single prep for these things needs to be different, but still well-rounded, okay? Yep. Yep. Say if, it's the, say if it is the EMP and the grid goes down, that's going to have a lot of, that's going to have a lot of serious effects. There's going to be a lot of death for people that rely on electricity to stay alive, for starters, right? Um, and then there's also the idea of distribution centers being shut down, cold storage for food going to shit really quick, right? Um, yep. You're talking famine. You're talking if you don't have stored food, you're going to be screwed, right? Yeah, so I agree with you. Now, but that's the same kind of mindset you need to have if we go into this World War Three with China bullshit because – we rely on China so heavily for our food and chemicals and packaging for things. It, it's insane. So you're, you're talking about being relatively in the same boat as far as you're going to starve to death if you're not prepared, 
right? Yeah, I've always said one situation overlaps every other situation. Part of one situation, the way you would prepare, is part of overlapping for another one, and then that would overlaps another one. So you you make a rounded prep by being all the way around prepared for something that would happen, not just in one particular area, one particular direction. Right, and that's um that's a big that's a big thing I think that people are just. I'm preparing for this. I don't need to be well-rounded because I only know about this one thing. Right. Right. And that's, I, Al, I think that's more scarier than nobody preparing at all. Right. right? What about the prepper jester that has a million dollars worth of food at their house, but they have no way to secure it. They have, they don't believe in weapons. Well, I'm anti first, uh, second amendment. I'm anti second amendment. So I don't have a gun. Well, how do you plan on keeping the million dollars worth of food? You know I mean? That makes no sense. Right. Exactly. There's a whole list of, of different things like that. So, I mean, Al, okay. Now, for me, I again, I'll go back and say that my biggest, most important prep is water, right? Yeah, right. Now, uh, and that goes for pretty much every prepper circumstance out there, anything that could go wrong, any kind of disaster, anything, water's going to be the first thing you want to have. You're going to want to have good, clean, you know, for the cooking and the drinking and the height, Al, it goes on and on. I can, I'm really frustrated about this. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah, I understand. I've gone through this frustration too, to the point now that I'm not even looking for preps themselves. Now where I've diversified my prepping into is relationships with people that can help me and I can help them and knowledge. That's where I'm at now. I'm not even worried about another tea candle here or another flashlight there. I'm, I'm into those things. Cause I think that's going to help me more than anything. No, I, I 100% agree with that logic. And you know, so where I'm at is I'm, I'm looking at it like this. I have no idea what's going to happen and everybody else out there needs to have that mindset. Right. 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 Prepare for everything in hopes that nothing ever goes wrong. Right. Does that make sense? makes perfect sense just like the other night when i ran out of here to a, down the road to a wreck scene with a family member i being the prepper i was didn't run out of here with a flashlight now how stupid was that that's the basics and nope i didn't take it because i wasn't thinking so not preparing for everything and having round preps and thinking about this ahead of time is going to get you in trouble it got me in trouble that night but about 15 minutes later i had a flashlight in my hand but when i ran out of here i didn't have one Right. And I'm going to, and I'm going to tell you what, guys, a lot of people further, listen, further your knowledge, read up on stuff, study up on things, learn how to do different things. I, you're not going to be hurting anybody if you live in the middle of New York City and you're reading a bushcraft book, right? Right. So, hard to solve. Right. And that's what I'm saying. So for you guys out there, just to think to yourself that, hey, I could be gaining this knowledge right now because... There, I remember watching that show out and people specifically being like, yes, we're preparing for a biological attack and widespread disease. Do you have enough food in your pantry for when disaster strikes? Go to www.readywise.com and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire food order. ReadyWise offers long-term food storage items such as chicken and beef that last up to 15 years. But that's not all. Go to www.readywise.com and use our code DOOM10 for 10% off of organic food as well. 
offering chili, pasta, and soups, they have you covered. Did we mention they have fruits? Bananas, blueberries, strawberries, and apples, just to name a few. With many more food options for your home, car, or bug out bag, ReadyWise has your six. Go to www.readywise.com now and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off. Right. Now, if you look at the items that they're stocking up on, it's a lot of the same shit that everybody else is stocking up on, except they've got two things that are a little bit different. Number one, they've got a shit ton of hazmat gear, right? And then they've furthered their medical knowledge so they can handle dealing with sick and dying people, specifically the the people within their circle. They still had a bug out plan. They still had bags. They still had shit ready to go. They still had a location. So that in itself is not different than anything else, right? Right. If you're one of these people that's like me and your biggest concern is civil unrest and mass chaos, like that's my big thing. But I'm prepping for what if that happens? What if that is caused by the EMP? What if that is caused by World War III and lack of goods and people killing each other in the grocery stores? So I'm, even though I'm like, this is the main thing I'm worried about, I am aware that this could come from anywhere. I agree. It could be anything. Anything (laughs) could get you. I mean, anything could happen. You don't know. I... We always say this all the time, like, Al, don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? Right, and right. We, we've talked about, like, you know, how to distribute your stuff out. And we've talked, like, you know, better places to secure things. The The amount of knowledge you can gain from this show, if you go back and you start binging episodes of, from when me and Al are doing shows, it, it's insane. The amount of information that we put out there for you guys. Now, right. the reality to this is you're talking to two people that together have done this for a long time. So for a very, very long time. <laughs> yeah. Al, in the beginning of my preps, I, my first thought was guns and ammo. That's what I'm going to need. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and most of mine, I didn't even know I was a prepper for years. I mean, I was poor, so I didn't want to be hungry. So I would always put back extra and people thought that was crazy. But then later on, I'm like, oh, I'm a prepper. I didn't know I was a prepper. I, got, I thought I was just hungry when I was a kid. So, you know, and, and I always had guns because I didn't want to get shot. So, yeah, okay, I had a gun. But this is the mindset. But unfortunately, there's a lot of people nowadays that are trying to lead preppers into, well, this is what's going to happen. or That's what's going to happen. They don't have an idea of their own damn selves. No, they don't. So and how, they, yeah. how can they tell you what's going to happen? Right. No, they don't have a clue. They don't know what's going to happen and they're And I think this is what it is. And I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say like, this is, a, this is purely psychological. Okay. Right. Al, I think what it is for some of these guys, they're in such fear of this one particular thing. They have to talk about it. They have to share right. that. Right. And they want you to be preparing with them so that they are not alone because in some respect, they might be worried about being alone if this situation happens, right? Right. And also, Jester, don't forget now, we've always been called tinfoil hat wearers, fear mongers, things like that. There's a collective mindset in the prepping world where you want to know other preppers and you want them to believe what you believe because you don't want to be the only one thinking that way. So you're not like 
the nut of the group. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, I'm prepared for biological warfare. I'm blah, blah, this, or that, and that, and nobody else is. You're like, oh, God, I don't want to say that to everybody because they'll think I'm crazy. But you're not crazy whatever you're preparing for. If you're just preparing for your tire going flat, you're not crazy, okay? You're, preppers are the most uncrazy people, the most sane people that I know. Right, and it's because we can identify that things can go wrong, and we're sitting there and we're putting thought into what if this situation happens. Now, could you call a prepper paranoid? Yeah, absolutely, because most of us sure. probably are. Sure, I'm paranoid, absolutely. But we have reasons for being paranoid. Yep, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I didn't move to the country just because I like fresh air. I moved to the country because I don't like people. I mean, seriously, that's true. Right. I mean, okay, so let's let's unpack that a little bit. Al, okay. I've told you this before. There are people in my town that want to do groups. They want to do all this crazy shit and, like, join up and start their little militias and do all these different things. Nope. And I'm the nope. I'm the one that's like, nah, I'm not a, I'm not about that. You guys have fun. No, I'm not a joiner. No. No. You guys no. you guys have fun. I'm just going to hang out and uh Yeah, you guys do you. I'm good. Let me know how it goes. I always say, let me know how that goes, okay? <laughs> Cuz I'm not part of it. No, I'm, I'm with you. Right. And you know, the the big thing is and I I, I want everybody to understand this. Guys, don't be one of these people that decides to go group up with everybody. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't be that person. Because this is what ends up happening. You end up becoming reliant on this group for survival, okay? And if some yep. shit really goes down, if some shit really goes south, how do you know your group is going to survive it? How do you know that area isn't going to be compromised, right? How right. do you know that? You right. don't. So you're better off preparing to survive on your own. And I'm not saying go out and do the whole lone wolf mentality. I'm not saying that. It is great to have a place to go with people that you know, that you're familiar with. It's good to have people watching your back. It's absolutely awesome. A lone wolf's not going to get along very well. Yep. But if you're putting all of your energy into this, into one of these groups, and this is how I'm going to survive, and this is what we're going to do, and blah, 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 blah. If they get compromised, so do you. Fire is one of the most basic essentials for survival. Whether you're camping, hiking, or preparing for disaster, Blackbeard has your six. Go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. Blackbeard offers stormproof matches, plasma arc lighters, fire starters, and ferro rods, all of which are great for your bug out bag. Once again, go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. Right? Right. So, well, that's the old mindset of if Bobby T doesn't show up then we can't do this because bobby t has the code for all the radio secret codes we've been working all the secret squirrel codes we've been working on for the last two years but he's got the master code well how are we going to communicate what are you kidding me you mean you're supposed to be surviving for you not for bobby t okay you're supposed to be the guy that's surviving here you can't put your your survival on somebody else's back but you know it can't be the other way around either they shouldn't put theirs on you so i knew a guy um, 
he had this idea that he was going to bug out to a place that was considered critical infrastructure, okay? And apparently they had groups of people, they had doctors, they had farmers, they had everything, right? Yep. But the one thing they didn't have was the slightest clue that the U.S. government is going to come in and control anything that's critical infrastructure. Right. No question. So you didn't have... So you're going to effectively go up against the U.S. military. To, yeah, to that's secure, not a good look. <laughs> yeah, to secure this to secure this place that's considered critical infrastructure. That's that's what you're going to do. Yeah, that's yeah, it's not a good idea. Right. And and it just it blew my mind. There's this group, there's all these people. Nobody thought about that. Right. What what did you think? Did you, you think don't... you were just going to go there and take over and the government wasn't going to notice? Yeah, the government's going to walk and say, oh, you're here. Oh, we got to go someplace else. No, come on, guys, let's go. No, it's not going to be like, not going to work like that. No, huh? And that's like, that is the, you know, that was some of the biggest. And I, and I tried, like, the you know, a buddy of mine was in on this, and I was trying to tell him, like, dude, you don't want to go there. That's going to be the first thing that they're going to try to control. They're right. going to do it with local government and, you know, like local police, sheriffs, deputies, things like that. And if that doesn't work, they're going to call in the feds. They're going to call in the FBI like that, and they're going to gain control of this again. Yep, that's what they always do, right? I mean, and I don't, I don't care how big and badass you think you are, and I don't care how far out in the middle of nowhere you are. Look at what they did at Waco. Look at what they did at Ruby Ridge. If they want to get you out of a place, they're going to get you out, or they're going to kill you. It that's it's that simple. So right. In in closing with that little spiel I just went on there, remember when these people are saying, join my group, I've got everything figured out. They might not have a fucking clue, and there could be a critical failure somewhere in their plan that's going to bring you down with them. Yeah, before I join a group like that, Jester, I will, I will depend on myself. And that, that I don't like the lone wolf mentality, but I will depend on me before I depend on anyone else. Yeah, and I mean, it. you know, sadly, it does have to be that way. Like, you have to have this mindset of I'm preparing for myself if something goes wrong. I'm the one that's going to handle this. I'm the one that's going to do this. It is on me. It is solely on me, no one else. And the the moment that you get that, like, in your brain and it's all ironed out for you and you've got it thought up and you've got it figured out, you're going to be way better off. And when you start building... So, Al, we don't have, like, contact with a lot of our listeners out there, okay? No. Some no. we do. Most of them we don't. We, we are maybe in contact with maybe 2% of the listeners, okay? Yeah. Maybe. And that's a good thing, though. Right. That it is, is a good it thing. Is. I mean, so a lot of people, they get in their car, they turn this on, they listen to us. They don't give a shit about, like, adding us on this website or sending us a message to the email. Like, not a lot of people do that. They don't care. Um, right. But the reality is is I know that some of these listeners are brand new to this. They're brand new to the prepping. We get new followers every week, right? Yep. Some of these people that are listening, I'm sure, are coming here because they want to learn more. Because they're, like, looking at the world, and they're like, what the fuck is going on? What do I do? Right, right. And they're stumbling across me and you, and they're like, holy shit. These guys are telling me how to do all this shit. 
and, yeah, without all the all the uppity smiley face bullshit of of everything's going to be all right and buy my book for forty seven ninety five a month. Yeah, we're we slap <laughs> we slap you with the truth. I mean, seriously. Yeah, no no books for sale here, guys. Yeah, um, no well, no free info. That's uh, forty nine ninety five. No, exactly. No, and, and I'll tell you what, that's something that I've seen like a lot of, and and you'll see that shit all over the internet, all over YouTube, everywhere else. Watch this five-minute video for more information. Right. And that five-minute video is a sales pitch for what they're about to sell you, but you don't realize that until you're coming up to the end of that video, and then you're committed. Want to be a guest on the show? Email itsdoomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. That's itsdoomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. Right? Yep. I agree. When you come into this show and you're listening to us, Al and I are putting it all out there on the table for you, okay? And it's it comes nice and packaged and uploaded for your listening pleasure, and it's got a little bow tied nice on on top to it. You don't have to buy shit. Nope, it's like a free (laughs) cake. They say there is no free lunch, but there really is this time because we don't want anything from you Uh, other than your support. Yeah, I mean your your listenership. That's all we want. But no, I just I had to just guys. I wanted to get this out there. Don't get tunnel vision. Don't get it in your mind that if this goes down, it's going to happen one way and one way only, and there is no other thing that's going to happen. Right? You don't really chafe my butt in the prepper community. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's the million-dollar prepper or the guy who thinks he's got a million bucks, and he runs out here, and he tells everybody, he gets everybody else started prepping, and then he a browbeats them because they can't afford the $857 flashlight that he bought last week. And then they start feeling like they've got to buy the $857 flashlight to be a prepper. No, go get the 99 cent and then build up from there. But don't let a guy that can afford more than you tell you what you need to be prepping with. No, 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 no. You cover the basics, baby. And then you go up from there. You know, we always say that having multiple layers in this, prepping game is where it's at have three layers of everything the guy that's got $800 flashlight probably doesn't have three layers he's got one and when it goes out he's he's in the dark so you don't fall into that trap right and you know I just guys there are so many things that people do and I just kind of scratch my head and I'm like what the fuck like you know what I mean like the guys that go out and they buy all the guns and ammo and they don't buy a gun safe so you're not yeah. secure in this shit, which means anybody could, at any point in time could come in there and take your shit. And bef- right. and if you're going to tell me, oh, that'll never happen, the fuck, you're supposed to be preparing for anything. How is that not anything? You know what I mean? Just go to your local pawn shop and see how many hot guns come in that are stolen every week. Yeah, lots of them. People kick in your door and take your stuff all the time. It happens. So. Right. They don't. And I mean, let's let's be honest here. We live in a really shitty world. These people don't give a shit. They don't care. Right. And so, they don't prosecute people nowadays for crimes like that. They just don't do it. Right. And that's like, okay, I've I've noticed this, and I want you guys to start like really thinking about this too. The law in certain regard is becoming very, very lax. Okay. Specifically in the realm of squatting and trespassing and theft. Okay. Yep. Now, this means someone could be at your bug out spot right now, eating up all your food, taking all your shit. And if they've squatted there long enough, guess what? Cops ain't getting them out of there. 
Right. right. And this is why you're prepping, because this is the de-evolution of civilization right here. When things like this start happening and there are no repercussions, this is your civilization de-evolving. So that's the reason why you're prepping right there. So, my, okay, my wife uh, used to work at a salon. I'm not going to mention the name of it, but she used to work at a salon. And anyway, long and the short of it is, they said, if you catch somebody stealing, you just let them go. Yep. It's not even worth our time anymore because they're not prosecuting these people. And they're just back, then they're just back in here again. Yep. So, if you see someone that you know is like a repeat thief, don't waste your time calling the cops. Just kind of hover around a little bit and just wait for them to leave. Don't worry about it because we could claim well, it on insurance or some shit. Jester, my wife worked at a bank and recently she got terminated from her job working at a bank. And I think it had a lot to do with the fact that they were almost robbed two weeks before that. And she knew exactly what to do. And she pointed out the, the, the laxes and lapses in their, their critical security. And they didn't like that. Somebody telling them that they were smarter than they were. So, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of these things that, yeah, it's kind of bad out there in the world. Gotcha. And people don't want to be told that they're wrong. No, they don't. That's that's the big thing, too. But, guys, um, don't get tunnel vision with this shit. Don't hone in on and focus on that one fucking thing. It's a bigger picture here than what you right. guys may think it is. If you're prepping for a fucking superstorm, everything else falls in the same realm as the EMP. It, it's all the same. So start – don't think it's going to be this one way, that's it, and we don't have anything to worry about, and this is what it's going to be. If you're the guy out there that thinks that the only thing that's ever going to happen is an EMP, cool. I mean, I, I can't do anything to change your mind, but anything can fucking happen. Um, right. Al, that's all I got, dude. You got anything? Well, yeah, just just a couple parting shots. Let me Let me say this. When something happens, no matter how small or how big it is, the first thing you need to do, stop – Give yourself five seconds. Think things through before you do them, okay? Be very careful. Use your knowledge. Use what you have and, and do the best you can for the situation. Don't overthink situations. Sometimes the most rudimentary thinking is what's going to help you. And also, be a nice, well-rounded prepper. Don't just focus, like Jester said, in one direction or another. Anything could happen. So, yeah, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Right. Couldn't have said it better myself. This is an emergency action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities. Orlando, Miami... Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.